Pedram, you're going to be joining us at the Women's Wellness Conference coming up October 9th through the 11th. So this is less than two weeks away. we got about a week and a half. You are the late addition to our lineup, and people are really excited after hearing you speak at our last Longevity Now conference. What are the things that you've been honing in on? What are the things that you've been drilling down on in your practice, in your field, in your expertise? What are the, What's the kind of latest and greatest in your world? The thinking has really been cooking like a nice stew in my head about what the difference is between the life I lived as a monk and the life of all the people, my patients, thousands of patients and all my students over the years have lived here in society. And the, the challenge is trying to really kind of bridge that gap between the aesthetic and the householder. You know, we all feel guilty for not getting to yoga. We all feel guilty for not doing our meditation because we're busy and we're, we're running around trying to take care of ourselves and our, our families and our health and our kids and all of it. And there's precious little time left for us. And we believe that we have to fit that time or, 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 or draw from some time that has to fill like an hour and a half yoga class or a weekend over at some spa, which is just, it's just not attainable for many people in our, in our culture. So the question becomes, as a householder, as a person who has bills and responsibilities, how do you find peace and balance and stop running for the hills? How do you find that place within your life, standing in line at the grocery store or at the bank or waiting for the kids' soccer to be done? I mean, we have times where we can stop, but we don't identify them accordingly. So we sit there and stress about not having time to do this other thing, which usually doesn't come around. <laughs> So it's, it's been a real fun process for me, helping identify this and really helping our students and my, my patients uh, find time in little nooks and crannies throughout their day to what I call drink from infinity and really tap into that, that timeless place where there's infinite energy and, and, and peace and, and tranquility. And how do you see this sort of dilemma affecting people's health? I know that, you know, when people are sort of running the rat race, as it were, there's a lot of health things that start to creep in that's being caused by this kind of way of living, way of life, or this lifestyle dilemma. What are some of the health issues that you see creeping in? What are some of the main things to watch out for? Yeah, well, you know, we all borrow from energy to get through today. And so what happens is if I need to get it done, if I need to get through X, Y, or Z, and I don't feel it, I don't have the energy, I'm just going to drink some coffee or I'm going to borrow energy from tomorrow to push through today because the show must go on. And, you know, that works until your 30s for most people. And then that system starts to crash and, you know, you start to get your overdraft limits and, you know, the body, the body's not happy with it. So one of the, the fundamental premises of, of kind of the, the urban monk work that I've been doing Finding how to change your diet so that you can keep your blood sugar stable so you don't need to take stimulants all the time. And then hack your day so that you're not sitting around any and you're constantly moving because, you know what, I get more than an hour of exercise every day at the office just by, by building that in instead of thinking I'm going to get to the gym at the end of the day when my kids are hungry and, you know, time's already crunching. So really looking at how to build movement and, and kind of blood sugar stability into the day so stress doesn't overwhelm you. 
That's a great angle. And have you noticed significant differences in how you approach both men and women? Because at the conference, the Women's Wellness Conference, obviously we're going to have a majority of women there and you deal with both men and women. What are some of the differences that you see there and some of the key things to hone in on when it comes to women's health and the psychology of a woman to approach her day? Yeah, great question. So men, men will keep banging until their heart stops or, you know, someone will tell them that they're going to die and then, and then they kind of fall apart. But they're, in my experience, haven't been as good at multitasking. They're very, very kind of single track, uh, laser-like, and yet a little too much that way. Um, you know, I got to say, I, I, women are miraculous, miraculous beings. Uh, they are so good at multitasking. They're so good at handling everything because the buck stops with them. And yet still having to take care of, you know, things on the home front or work front relationship and all of it. And so, you know, I think that especially for women, because men will come home and oftentimes, you know, somehow get some downtime, whereas mom never gets downtime. Women usually don't get as much downtime with all the, the, the kind of competing pressures, the way that the economy has changed and the world works. And so more of my students, 70% of our students are, are, are women because they, they feel the pressure and they understand that they are different when they're operating under stress. They don't like who they are under the pressure cooker. They might snap at their kids. They might say something they don't mean. They just, they get that they're not in that, like, that that wonderful, beautiful, delicious, sacred feminine when they're squeezing uh, and they're falling apart, right? And so that innate wisdom kind of triggers it. Then it's just about getting them the right tools, giving them the right practices, from you know thousands of years of, of monastery training to say, look, try this and do this when this happens instead of panic and freak out and lose lose your way. And I found it to be really helpful. I found it to be a significant improvement in, in, in people's lives and our students agree. You're going to be taking the stage with David Wolf. We've got Marion Williamson, Vanny Hari, Robin O'Brien, Dr. Alan Christensen, Dr. Sarah Godfrey. We've got quite an amazing lineup. We're very, very psyched to have you joining our lineup. And uh, what's the message that you're going to share with our audience? And what are the, some of the things that you're going to kind of hit upon? Well, we're going to get into some real practical steps on how to stop and drink from that fountain here and now. Because one thing that I like to talk about stress management, another thing to learn it right there on the spot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up my sleeves and actually show the audience what to do and how to do it right there in the moment. And then we're gonna talk about how to shift the philosophical alignment so that you understand as a human being that you have an opportunity to cultivate and, and build your your chi, your vital essence and, and just nourish and get better in those down moments instead of let them waste. And then that way you have that time to invest in hanging out with your family and hanging out with your friends. And it's just that the time is precious and our ability to maximize our health and our psychological impact with the time that we have in the in-between notes is really where it's at. So that's, you know, that's what we're going to go over. I'm, I'm happy to, I mean, a lot of these people are very good friends of mine. I'm happy to share a stage with them. So it's always a good time. All right. Awesome. So we look forward to hearing you and seeing you October 9th to the 11th. If you haven't got your ticket yet, there are still tickets available. We are approaching sellout capacity. So visit Women's Wellness Conference website, www.womenswellnessconference.com. Pick up your ticket today. Join host David Wolf, Pedram Shojai. This has been an amazing conversation. We really look forward to hearing your message at the upcoming conference. I'm excited. Looking forward to it.